Welcome to the Master Your Genius Podcast with Keith Cornies. Listen in and learn as he coaches entrepreneurs to master their genius. Here's your host, Coach Keith. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? It's Coach Keith here. And wow, today's amazing. I'm speaking with Master Certified Coach Ray Choice. Uh, we cover so much ground. We give you the insight into coaching, some really great things that we do and how we do it and how to pick a coach, uh, what to look for. And also, we I want you to know, in here is like layers and layers and layers of stories and things that are going to take your game to the next level. And if if anything else, you get a vision into what it's like to be a coach. So I hope you enjoy it. Have a great listen. All right, everybody, how are you doing? It's Coach Keith here. We are in Master Your Genius Podcast, Module 17 with Ray Choice. Ray, how are you doing? Hey, Keith, I'm absolutely exceptional. So profoundly grateful to have this opportunity to connect with you today. Yeah, it's going to be powerful. I missed you. I miss you. <laughs> yes, well, you know, we have been in contact. You know, it's like an old friend. You just pick up where you left off. You don't need to. Uh, I believe that good friendships, I don't wait for people to call me. I call them and it just works out. So uh, as well out. as being a great friend, a great mentor and a great coach. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about coaching, how you can apply it to your life, how it's important. Like We're going to go in so many different angles so fast. Ray and I are both fire hoses. We give way too much information. I'm just hoping that you're going to hear this, uh, hear the person that trained me uh, the power of that, and then also the power of what she's doing. Ray is a 20-year master certified coach in the International Coaching Federation. She uh, became a master certified coach in 2008, which means that she's accumulated over how many hours, Ray, to be an MCC back then? Yeah, you had to have 2,500 hours. So right, I did so a lot had... of coaching. You know, I started yeah. in 2002 to 2008. I mean, I was really into it. That's right. And the way she became a coach, if you want to tell the quick story, is she worked at the Olympics in Utah in 2002. So tell that quick story. Yeah. You know, I um, realized in that moment after I trained 30,000 staff and volunteers to host the world for the Olympics, mm -hmm. the big awakening moment. I mean, it wasn't me personally, uh, a team, but I was an intricate part of that team. And I realized as I was walking on venue that nobody makes it to the Olympics without a coach. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't do, you know, the, your best life on your own. And so when I got that, that was in 2002, the coaching industry was just kind of a budding profession. Thomas Leonard had launched something called the International Coach Federation and Coach Bill. And I had a motivational psychology background. And I said, oh my God, I want to support beautiful souls, simple people like me mm -hmm. to get a gold medal in their own life on their own terms, whatever that means to them. Powerful. And so that's when I took it on. And I said, this is it. This is the most meaningful thing. And for the last 20 years, it's guided every aspect of my life. I have never had a job since working for the Olympics. Wow. Brilliant. So in 2005 to 2013, uh, Ray worked at Erickson College, where it's the arts and science of coaching. And that's where I met Ray in about 2000, I believe, a nine or 2011. Um, and my life changed. And I'm going to share that with you guys real quick here. Um, mm. And then uh, she's written, she's published three or co-published three different books. Uh, she's got a great program. She's got some amazing giveaways for everyone that's listening today. 
go to my website, click on the link or Instagram and click on the link. We'll provide a link attached to this as well in YouTube. Um, Gremlin Busters, which we'll get to and talk about, and then also the Masterful Communication Roadmap. And we're also going to talk about how you can apply a coaching philosophy or a coaching model or, you know, into your life with your friends, your family, the art of asking questions and listening and all that great juicy stuff. And we'll yes. share our experiences on that. So hopefully we can give you some in-depth information so you guys can feel that you get value from this. And we can also share some good experiences. Uh, so awesome. So Ray, let's get started. And I want to start with the power of a question. What do you mm. want to say about the power of a question? Very simply, I hope this isn't cliche, but questions are the answer. Mm. You know, it's like as soon as you answer a question, you cut yourself off from life. But if you live into a question, so for example, you and I both know that when you're living from your core values, you're never done. Mm-hmm. So I my values hierarchy shifts a lot, but right now the core values that I'm living from, because there's relative values, right? Those change, and then there's your core values. That's right. But my core values in order are love, freedom, and contribution. And so when I'm asking myself, how might I be much more love in this moment, right? Or what mm-hmm. would love do in this moment? It's it's like, it's the question is the living energy of my own awakening. Well, you're so actually I, tapping into your deeper self, the more thinking, not your conscious mind. You know, mine are commitment, discipline, protection, uh, loyalty, and kindness. And it's like, how can I be more kind today? If I was more kind, what things would I be doing that I'm not doing now? If I was more disciplined, what could I be doing that's more disciplined? And what would that bring me more of that? I, you know, these are great living into the questions is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I've hacked the word discipline. I call it blissipline because I want to be a joy, right? I don't want to be in the heavy energy of hard work all the time. I've been there, done that. That was my first 25 years on the planet. Nobody wanted to be around me. So, you know, I had to kind of graduate from, you know, being on the treadmill and and working so hard all the time into a blissipline. But, you know, it's just like, how might I be more blissipline in this moment? How might I? And and so the question has this open, expanded quality, and you're always living into the answer, right? Well, and the beauty of it, yeah, and the beauty of it is too, is is being aware of blissipline. That's the number one thing is identifying blissipline. And somebody out there might be like, okay, well, how do I identify my core values? How do I get in touch mm-hmm. with that, you know, so mm-hmm. that I can then use that as the filter in which I go into these questions? Well, you know, the best way to do it is to work with a coach, you know, like literally our conscious mind is only 5% of our power. And that's what we're working with all day long. And when we have a beautiful soul, a- another human being, okay, uh, that holds a space for us, we get access to that other 95%. And, you know, that's what you've been doing, Keith, for well over a decade. And it's been such a pleasure watching you take these coaching tools that you learned back. It was 2009. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. it was 2009, yeah. right after I crashed, actually, mm-hmm. I had a big, 
a big awakening in my life around taking my coaching to the next level. And then I met you and you were like really closed when I met you. I'm going to be totally honest. Mm -hmm. You were a very successful man. You had a lot going for you and you were kind of like, prove these coaching skills. Oh God, Ray. I remember. No, I remember. (laughs) I told you I was in the first meeting and you're like, okay, everybody, let's set the intention for the day. And I'm like, talks like this. This person (laughs) isn't real. She's not real. And then it was like, and I'm like, and I'm typing away in my computer. I'm going to end. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take this course. This is bullshit. These guys are all fluffy. (laughs) And I looked around the room and there was a laughing yoga expert in the corner. And then the lady beside me, I was judging her. And so you asked me to set the intention and I set the intention to not be so judgmental. Then you applied, (laughs) then you applied an exercise and you know, you're a great facilitator as well. Let's not, let's, let's make people understand that. If you're out there and you're a leader, you want to coach, you want a coaching philosophy, you also want to be a great facilitator. And we'll yes. talk a little bit about that as well. So you said, okay, everyone interview the person right beside you and introduce them to the room. And I interviewed this lady and oh my God, you want to talk about the universe providing. Yeah, I judged her as nobody, but she had written like eight books and she had ran three companies and raised six children on her own as a single mom. And I had goosebumps. Yes. And when I stood up to introduce her, I was so excited to introduce her uh and i did and then at the end of that day you're like okay everyone let's go back to your intention and what are you noticing did you achieve your attention and it totally had transformed me and i was like from that moment on uh the block wasn't down yet the blockade wasn't down yet i'm a, I'm a right. skeptic by heart and yes. it's funny because yeah i'm i it's you remember that like i was uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was an actor and if you remember i told you to be skeptical I'm like, I want you to be skeptical. I want you to test every aspect of this. So many people start to hear a coaching conversation or they learn about coaching. They're like, that's so Pollyanna. It's so surface. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's all solution focused. There's Mm -hmm. real problems in this world. Don't you know? You know? And so I I really tell people be skeptical. Like, well, you know, that's beautiful because the, the, the thing about science is all other scientists, when they have a, a discovery, they want the other scientists to prove that discovery wrong. That's the science community. And if we are in the arts and sciences of coaching, and, you know, that's something I never knew. I, I you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't remember that, but I do now. But yeah. And one of the things that I do now is, is I'm like, guys, challenge me. Ask, like, if you don't think what I'm doing here is right or thinking, like, bring it back to me. And, you know, when you did that to me and you allowed me to challenge you, or you allowed me to be the skeptic, it actually went away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to share a little coaching tool. You know, this is kind of a secret tool. You don't actually expose this to your clients, but you give their ego a bone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You let, you let their ego have their way with it. They get to be right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you do that, and they're chewing on it and chewing on and chewing on it, it gets exhausting after a while. Okay. And then it's like, wow, what am I missing out on? And so it's like, there's ways that you can trick, you know, the mind to stepping into the greatest version of itself. And I was privileged to see that, you know, I had some savvy tools working behind the scenes to kind of smooth things out. I'm not going to tell you all my secrets. The back door, (laughs) the back door, I call that, right? (laughs) You ask a question that has that bone and they're gnawing on it and then they just give up and now they're yours. It's, it's really a really good skill at what we talked about in the, in the coaching is, is number one is getting good rapport. And sometimes you got to meet that ego where it's at. You got to, you know, be there with them and and then take them where you want to go. Can I share a distinction right now that I think is a really useful one and that I saw 
that I saw in you. And so that's what I, I want to keep referring to the, the fact that, you know, it was a long time ago, but it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I'm right in that room. And, you know, there's a big distinction that has to do with regulating our nervous system. And we're going to talk, you know, this is this is the big conversation in today's world. So many people were talking about mindset. It's all about mindset. Mm -hmm. And then it's all about, there's that other group. It's all about manifestation. But you're, you're not going to have the mindset or the manifestation unless you learn to regulate your nervous system. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's really, really key. And in regulating the nervous system, there's a distinction that I, I think is really, really important as we're not only learning coaching skills, but regulating our own inner world. And that's the question, you know, am I a thermometer or am I a much bigger energy than that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, okay, so right? we're going to, we, we can Which go is deeper called yeah, we can go deeper. Yeah, right. The we, thermostat. We could, yeah, yeah, we can go deeper and deeper here. Yet, what I want you know, what I want you to know is when I when I'm listening to you speak about that, it's like mm -hmm. inner world. Do you know how many people don't know they have an inner world? Do you realize that yeah. when we sit down with them and we're like, you know, what's a belief that you have, and they don't realize that that belief is self talk, and they don't realize that that is a programming or something, and then when you yeah. allow them to at least meet their inner world yes then because yes. i mean we can go deep like you wanted to that's amazing because i know i know with your experience and i know that you are an international coach you traveled the world i mean i'm very lucky to get yes. your time today and i know that you. that you transform lives with deep 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 coaching uh mm -hmm. my clients you know uh, entrepreneurs business people some mm -hmm. of them will do that journey absolutely and when they do they get that benefit and some of them they just want a quick a return. And Milton Erickson, his practice was about quick therapy. So at least yes. you could take action and get a result and then keep coming back instead of getting tired of therapy, right? Yes, huge, absolutely huge. So this is a little hack. Can I give it to you? Because yep. it's, 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 it really is a very key distinction and all great leaders know this and they have the ability to regulate their nervous system. It is the most important thing in today's world with this changing world. And you never know what's going to happen. You have to regulate your own nervous system. You have to be in control of your state rather than your state controlling you. Mm -hmm. And this is so important for entrepreneurs. It's so important for leaders. And so when you're asking yourself, am I being a thermometer in this moment or am I being a thermostat? Mm -hmm. Let me let me be clear on this distinction. If you're a thermometer, you walk into a room, you read the energy, and then you join that vibration, that energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're just reading the temperature and you're joining. Okay. But there's a much, much more powerful place to be. And that's to be the thermostat. Because the thermostat enters the room and everybody adjusts their energy to match the thermostat mm -hmm. was talking with my son this morning he is in love with lebron james mm -hmm. and we were talking about you know is lebron james you know a thermometer or is he the thermostat and he's like oh my gosh mom my body's getting tingles he's like the greatest thermostat everyone on the team wants to do it for lebron james right mm -hmm. now i'm not a huge basketball fan but i so know great. lebron let's, james let's go here let's go yeah. here so let's yeah. go uh, you know an entrepreneur you know usually has something to sell or a business to run and when they walk yes. into a room they need to own the room they need to get the room yes. to come to them yes uh, 
some some good tips that you might give somebody to be a thermostat versus being the thermometer some good tips okay so the first thing is when you enter the room like let's just think of someone who's probably the greatest thermometer of all time someone like donald trump okay he enters the room and he's like the thermometer but he's going to break rapport because he didn't read the room Mm -hmm. So you do need to take a temperature and have what's called emotional intelligence, right? To mm -hmm. kind of read what's going on. That's what we call rapport skills. That's, you know, when you can read something, you build trust and intimacy with people. Okay, if you just come in and you're the biggest person in the room and you take over the room, you're going to break rapport. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to read it. But then there's a certain point where you're feeling what's going on, feeling what's going on. And then because you've done so much inner work on yourself, you set the tone. That's what all great leaders do is they raise the vibration just by being in the room. They raise the energy level. Okay. You could almost say that their confidence, which is a process of building themselves, is yes. the law of attraction, a calm yes. confidence versus yes. an agitated insecurity. And sometimes, Ooh. right? So yes. that's the opposite. So if I'm a yes. thermometer and I'm in there, yes. I'm kind of agitated and insecure. But when I'm the thermostat, I have a calm confidence. And that comes from Beautiful. the deep work, the core value search, the purpose-driven life, the you know, yeah. and, and one of one of Ray's uh, wonderful courses that you're getting is the masterful communication roadmap, where you talk about these things and like how many hours is that whole tape series? Well, you know, I'm just so honored. The reason why I'm giving it to everybody that's in your community is because you fell in love with it and it was a game changer for you. So I said, you know, I'm going to be super generous and give this to everyone. And it is 10 hours of content. And I realized like, wow, these people are just meeting me. Why do they want to listen to me for 10 hours? But I'll tell you, you do that. It's going to change your life because it is all about how do you become the most masterful, fully present fully confident leader you can be and it's all about communication so when you well, can you read know, the room and yeah. then deliver yeah you're amazing and, be, right? and being a leader in your yes. family being a leader in your marriage yes. being a leader like not just yes. being a leader in the work world being right. a leader like you know a great yes. book that i read that shifted my life was leader without a title by robin sharma because i always believed you needed to be the ceo to be a leader i never thought little old Keithy could make an impact in the world because I don't have that leader title, right? And so that right. book was really a really good shift. My kids hate that book, but I personally, it was a good book for me. And so, you know, being a leader, being a thermostat, coming in, being emotionally intelligent, measuring yes. the room. And of course, yes. if you're aware of your own and what you were calling your own um, nervous, nervous system, system, could you put yes. that kind of, I, I don't mean, I just want to hear it in layman's terms for, for people out there that are going, oh, nervous system. What are you meaning by that? Okay, well, let's make it really simple. Mm -hmm. We all know, and I'm going to just call it because this is a very simple concept. We all know when we're below the line. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, so we're in the low, like there's actually a frequency map called the map of consciousness It's put out by David Hawkins. It's absolutely extraordinary. And it literally, they use muscle testing to actually ta ta tailor the frequency of human beings. But there's a particular line that most of humanity is under. Okay. And it's the line of 200. 
Okay, so the line of 200, everything below 200, the low, low stuff is like shame, anxiety, depression, okay? And then it goes up a little bit and anger, anger at least has a little bit of energy to it, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's still focusing on what you don't want. It's a problem-focused world, okay, when you're angry because you're fighting for something you don't want to have happen. So all of that, and then we get into pride and somebody that's coming from pride, that's about a frequency of 170. It's really their ego, right? Mm-hmm. And the, and egos are very fragile, as you know, ego, right? Yes. Edging your greatness out. That's <laughs> like, right. There's, yeah. there, you know, uh, my husband says, my ego is not my Do you believe ego, in a humble right? pride? Do you believe in a humble pride? Like, a, a, do you think that's a part of us that we need? Or do you think, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that particular, you know, I didn't make up the map of consciousness. No, no, I Hawking said that particular, I, I believe that if we take humility, mm-hmm. okay, and link it into confident awareness, mm-hmm. then we're getting into a much higher frequency. Okay? okay. That is somebody that is focusing on what they want. Because the big thing, everything below the line is shaming, blaming, and complaining. It's yeah. focused on trauma. It's focused on the drama. It's focused on, you know, the event and the circumstance. So it's focused on the past yeah. and it's focused on the problem. Okay. You hang out there all day long and it's like, you are absolutely in an unregulated nervous system because your state is running you. You know, the guy in traffic that honks his horn, you know, takes your limbic brain and throws you into overdrive. And all of a sudden you have an overactive limbic system and you are self-sabotaging, right? right. You're cutting the guy off. You're honking at him. And you're like, yeah, Whoa, you're in that person I call that's the, that's the amygdala hijack. It's, absolutely. it's taken over. It's, it's riding your life. Your bus is now being driven by all the drama, history, pain, yes, past, everything, yes. yeah, for sure. But a regular, so that's your nervous system not regulated. Okay. okay. That's below the line. All right. But when you get above the line, it's a different world. When we cross 200, it's the level of courage. Okay. It takes courage to live your life above the line and not let the outer world control your thoughts and your experiences. And so this is what you were talking about as the inner work, Mm -hmm. because your inner world, okay, determines if you are a thermometer or a thermostat. Yeah. Right. And what I want people to understand here is, is yes, you can be aware, take your temperature. Who are you? What are you doing? How do I become this? You ask that question or you ask that question, like, how do I bring out the best of my core values in this situation? You're no longer, you're no longer uh, managing your life. You're now leading and living your life because you're now getting more of what you want instead of less of what you want. Yet don't confuse owning the room. Like you said, Donald Trump can own the room, but then he could break rapport because he's not aware that his words are impacting people in a negative way. So you own the room and know that that power comes with responsibility, right? Like if your son met LeBron James and he's like, Ooh, and then LeBron James just like spits out, you know, horrible, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, right? right. And he's like, you know, kid, you should quit school. School sucks. You're like, oh, okay, LeBron, thank you. It comes with yeah. responsibility. And, you know, yes. I, and, and as a coach, I feel very responsible to hold that space and very yes. responsible. It's, I feel like I get huge value out of my life getting people to learn their genius. And it's my responsibility not to implement my vision of the world into their world. Wow. 
what a beautiful gift, right? Because so many other professions are playing expert in other people's lives. And coaching is the one profession that gives people the opportunity to come up with their own solutions, especially on the level of vision, identity, and core values. Now, when we start to get into how to do something, what to do and when to do it, it's like we can brainstorm together. But as soon as the client is given the opportunity, their resources skyrocket. So That's what's so quickly, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. When you go to vision, identity, and you go to values and beliefs, you're talking about the logical levels, the work that was done by... Um, Robert Diltz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gregory Bateson was the original creator. Yeah, 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 exactly. A lot of people have covered it. But what's brilliant about what you're doing there is, is, you know, when I learned, when I was in coaching, Ray taught Mm -hmm. me that to deepen a process to get people to take action, instead of just going from the idea, but to take action was to deepen the process by walking them up to the vision, right? And yes. then I recently, uh, I recently have been reading um, Milton, a uh, couple books written about Milton Erickson and how oh, he nice. was, yeah, yeah, and he was a um, hypnotherapist, and yet his practice, uh, he used uh, guided visionary, which is yes. what you taught me, which is actually uh, is this really good gift for me. I can really do that because I really believe in it so mm-hmm. much. I want the client to get it and. When they can actually disassociate and go into a vision, feel that vibration, feel that emotion, the chance mm-hmm. of them taking action increases, doubles, triples, quadruples, right? It's an amplification, big time. It's a big right. time amplification. So it's that's so, the logical so, so levels, you guys. If you want to search that, check it out, Google it, look at the logical levels. Go to uh, one of my programs, um, both of my programs, Purpose Driven Masterclass, Purpose Driven Realtor. In there, I talk about the logical levels and deepening your connection to the action to get it to be done. Uh, so important. Forward. It's a game changer. Once once you start at the top and you do that deep inner work, because your inner game leads to your outer game. I mean, everybody knows this, okay? It's not rocket science. We all know that our inner world creates our outer world. Everything happens first in mind, then in reality. The chair that I'm sitting on, somebody dreamed it up, right? Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. It didn't just appear. Like You have to use the creativity and the genius. And what coaching does is it opens people's worlds, right? It's like it just opens up the space and all of a sudden, and when the space is held for you, you access that greater part of your mind. You're super conscious. Yes. And it's so extraordinary once you have the opportunity to go there. We can't do it on our own. I mean, if you go no. into deep meditation every day for, you know, Good 30 luck. years, you but might you, be able you to never, start to you know access what? it. Yeah. One thing that I learned uh, that was hard for me to understand in the beginning as a coach, you know, was listening to my genius to ask the question instead of intercepting yeah. it with my conscious mind to ask a question. And then when I started asking questions from a place of not even knowing what I was going to ask and them going, wow, great question. And then getting like two, three, four minutes of silence and then an answer yeah. was so powerful to the point now where, you know, uh, I only, I, I don't ask directive questions because if they're directive, I'm thinking. So it's like, um, you know, what's the next best question you would ask this person to help them, whatever. And then your genius comes up with a question. Listening to your genius is also this inner world. And a lot of people, they listen to the, 
lower self. They don't listen to the higher self. Do you want to talk to a little bit about that or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot of key distinctions. First of all, the, the ego, any, any loops that you're going through, uh, that's all ego. Okay. So I call those ants. A-N-T-S. It's actually a Daniel Amen term, automatic negative thoughts. Okay. And we have, we have about 15 seconds. So if I have a thought where I say to myself, oh my God, I was so stupid. You know, like, let's say I had this interaction or something. Oh my God, what I said was so stupid. I have about 15 seconds to catch myself. Okay. Because as soon as I start to you know, diminish myself in that way, I start to lower my vibration, right? Okay. Cause I just called myself out and I shamed myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's the frequency of 20. So if I go, if I take myself to the frequency of 20, okay. And I'm beating myself up. If I don't catch that right away, it starts to ruminate. And then I start to go, Oh my God, I like, look at the tone that I use and look at the words that I use. And Oh my God, they're never going to talk to me again. And I start to make this crazy ass story. I call it the ants come marching in, right? Those, it starts to just mm -hmm. be this chaotic autonomic thing. system. It's your, it's your, it's your survival brain pointing out that yes. you're stupid and you're going to die. And it's like, yes. thank you. And it's, thank you. You know? Yeah. And you know, it used to take me three days to recover from that. You know, like mm. I used to just go into like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I can't even walk out my front door now because my yeah. neighbor, you know, or whatever, like shame you know, spirals. It's just, shame spirals. Holy crow. Would I ever go? I would take myself out of the game. And I don't know yeah. if anyone else can relate to this, but we have so many ways that we take ourselves out and take ourselves down. And we need to catch that because the ego is very, very seductive. You know, it's loud. It's oh, aggressive. it knows what to say. It knows what to say. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. And we believe it because it's so true. Oh, I no, actually, I know. in my courses, I have 12 major distinctions. Like, and yeah. they're like really, really robust distinctions around the difference between your ego talking to you and your higher self. So, you know what? Let's yes. go here real quick. And you see, sure. I'd like to go from topic to topic. I want the people. Yeah, to get as, as long as everyone's can. tracking with us, because we're in this in this <laughs> fun matrix of infinite possibility, right? Exactly. You know, when you connect with yourself and you connect with that higher self and you, you know, like you said, you have 12 programs, you just, you know, I have a saying, I will never be alone in my life again, because I have me to go through my life with me. Mm. And that's my higher self, the person who knows the truth. When you practice your core values, when you practice asking yourself questions, when you notice that you've decided to go into ants, but you want to shift out and you can catch it because you're noticing the physical trigger in yourself and you don't want to be below the line. You want to go above the line. This is where coaching helps people have the tools to apply to fight the dark side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if everyone's out there, you know, Ray is magical at vision work, at using her voice and her tones, and she's, her intention is 100,590 million percent <laughs> in the right direction. And, you yeah. know, you can, you can sense by her energy and it's because it's what she needed in her life the most. Thank you. Because that's where, you know, we need to, it's one thing to talk about all these tools, but it's like, what are the stories in relationship? The reason why I'm a coach is because I need coaching. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the reason why I'm a coach. 
-hmm. is because I have to not only, I have to keep working myself every single day. Talk about the shift in 2008 when you realized as an MCC that you were coaching you were doing coaching, but you weren't being a coach or what was it? How did it go? Yeah, no, I had a, a really, well, you know, when I worked for the Olympics, I took on coaching because I realized I needed, I needed to actually have my own higher self begin to coach me because there were so many things that I were doing that were so, so self-sabotaging and I wasn't even aware of them. I couldn't see them at the time. They were really, really dysfunctional. You know, just a lot of negative self-talk. Like I had this inner balance of, you know, I kind of had two parents. One, my mother was always telling me, and I love her. I have a great relationship with her now, but she was always telling me I was never enough. Okay. And my father was always telling me I was way too much. And I was like in this battle all the time. I'm like, I don't even know who I'm supposed to be. I'm this chameleon, right? It's mm-hmm. like, tone it down, you know, show Look up. It up. Yeah. And, and it's like, I got rewarded in my family system for achieving things. And I was a girl. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I had a wall full of trophies and medals, but I was miserable. I didn't. That's why discipline is so important to me is because I lived so many years in discipline Mm -hmm. and was like always scared. My nervous system was always freaking out, you Mm -hmm. know? And I was like, you know, if we were 10 seconds late, it was like, oh, you know, and I just perfectionism. Yeah. And I was always amped up. And I was this kid that was always afraid of making a mistake. And of course, the school system also ingrains, you don't make a mistake, right? Mm -hmm. But we all know great entrepreneurs have to make mistakes. And so we have to have a nervous system that's regulated. But I want to fast forward because you talked specifically about that time where you changed, you know, where you realized you were doing and you know yes. you needed to start being and tell tell us yeah what. oh absolutely so 2002 i got my my coaching education i was absolutely in love with it i wasn't very good when i started okay because i was a little bit of a cheerleader type in case you didn't know my energy right it was like kind of amped up and good for you Way to go. It's awesome. yeah i was like woo, woo, woo. And people are like you're more excited about my life than i am i'm like oh i better change this i remember working with this guy from norway and he's like why are you so excited i'm like oh He's like, I'm not even excited about it. I'm like, okay. So I had to actually do a lot of work on myself to kind of regulate, you know, so I could actually pace and lead. I could actually build rapport with people and they Mm -hmm. would trust me. So my first three years as a coach was really difficult. I was making so many mistakes and I almost gave up because I was like, I don't think I can do this. And then I hired my first mentor, Lorianne Demers. She turned everything around. Okay. You know, that moment when you hire someone or you really invest in yourself and you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just do this. I actually... I want to do it the best that I can be. And Mm -hmm. she's the one that helped me become a master certified coach. So I went on that wonderful journey with her. But in that time frame, which was around, you know, I hired her in in about 2005 and we worked together all the way to 2008, but we were focused on my coaching skills and what I was doing to help other people. Mm -hmm. So it was the skill set of coaching, right? Right. And so I got it. I mean, I got my big dream, you know, which was to become a master certified coach. So I think it was April 6th, 2008, I became an MCC and I was like, yes. And I had two little kids I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And little did I know that six weeks later, I would wake up one day and everything in my life would crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can get into intricate details and I, you know, I do tell the stories in my programs, you know, um, it just wasn't pretty guys. It, it just it was, was no, it was, it was actually horrible. My, I'll just be really clear. My marriage ended quickly. It ended unexpectedly. I was mm-hmm. completely freaking shocked. I had no idea that this was coming and I was completely abandoned. 
with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah. And I was like, it was like seriously one of those oh shit moments. Like, oh my God, like obviously <laughs> I haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I really have a lot of work to do on myself. And I went deep and it was dark for a long time because I was like, oh my God, talk about imposter syndrome. I was like, Keith, I was like, oh my God, how can I even show up? And I was hiding from everybody and I didn't want anyone to know what was going on. And I covered it up pretty good. And then one day I I really did some deep inner work with one of my colleagues and I came out of that coaching session, bawling, 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 bawling. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, all these years, you know, from 2002 to 2008, you've been doing coaching, but you haven't been being a coach. Mm -hmm. You have not integrated this on a cellular level. You're doing a profession, you know, but you're not being it. And this is when I had to call myself out big time, Keith, and really get real with myself and super, super deep work started in that moment. And it was very, very liberating. It was very humbling. Well, that's what people to understand too is, is don't shy away from the tears. Don't shy away from digging deep. Like, you know, in therapy, which I did for four years and then psychotherapy I did for about a year, you know, it was like, they just wanted to go and dwell up my past. Nobody ever asked me, Keith, what do you want at the end of this journey? Like, I want to be happy. I wanted whatever. Just give me a target. There was no target. So don't be afraid of the inner deep work with a coach because a coach has different guidelines and and qualities. And then I want to go back to one statement you made. It was like, oh, I realized that I had done this. It's like everything in life is a recipe. There's multiple variants. It's not all about us. If someone, if the marriage ends, it's not my fault. It's our fault. If, you know, it's like, there's many variables that play in, in life. And it's like, oh, this person didn't hire me because of me. No, they, they hired their friend or, you know, or it just wasn't the right fit or, you know, it, it, there's so many variables in this world to bring it down to one variable. I'm the problem is not going to be helpful for anybody out there. Yeah. You know, it's about, I want to improve myself. So I improve the recipe. Yes. Oh, beautifully said. Can I share a key distinction that helped me? Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't simple, Keith, because it, it took all of me because it all, every part of me was resisting doing this. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I realized that I needed to focus on what was within my control. And the the big thing that was within my control at that horrible, horrible, horrible time, like I was literally abandoned with everything. He just walked Mm -hmm. away. I had to deal with everything. I had to short sell my house. Like it was awful. It was so awful. And I, you know, actually went back up north to Canada and went and lived with my mom. Like it was embarrassing. Lucky for us. Lucky for me. So oh, like not sure an easy time out, after becoming I'm so ex- glad you had that horrible time in your life. <laughs> so what happened though, and and I I real it took a little bit of time, but it was after that coaching session that I did something that I'd never really done before in my entire life. And that was something called extreme ownership. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that I was going to play the game, not to make myself wrong and little and go way below the line, but to empower myself that I needed to own every aspect of this journey. And that, um, 
it was, you know, and I needed to focus on what was within my control. And so if I focused on the fact that th this extreme ownership, like taking 100% responsibility gave me the power, okay? Because otherwise I would still to this day be ruminating about my ex-husband, okay? Like, I mean, it's just so easy to rum ruminate on. He walked away from his entire family. Like, Well, you I know, mean, the thing just... is too, like by you taking that extreme ownership and that responsibility, that's where fulfillment and meaning to life comes in. Yes. Right. Yeah. When I am responsible to my core values, when I am a leader to my family, when I am a loyal person to my wife, I feel honored and I feel fulfilled. But most of all, I feel like it gives me meaning. And then yes. when I'm challenged, you know, you're challenged by something in life to take you away from your core values. Yeah. You know, and you decide, no, I, I, I'm aware of this challenge. I choose not to go away from my core values. I'm going to stay here. Now I'm building something inside that I don't even know yes. is being built, you know, and that's my legacy yes. that I want to leave behind. And that's the purpose mm. in life and all this great stuff. And so we can pretend on. that we can do that on our own, but it's through the power of coaching and having someone serve us, right? Like be our vision keeper. You know, that, that was. Okay. So hang on a sec here. Let's go here. Part. Let's go here. Picking yes. a coach, yes. right? Because yes. you and I know there's a lot of people that have zero training and, and they just go out there and they're tellers mm. telling us, you know, we know this and that's okay. The world is like that. When yeah. someone's picking a coach and they're listening to us, yes. what would, yes. what, what's some advice you would get when choosing a coach? Wow. Well, of course, I want to say, well, go on to the International Coach Federation website. Yep. But you and I both know, like, for example, you've decided not to get an ICF credential. And I don't blame you because, you know, who's like an institution is going to tell you the thousands and thousands of people that you've worked with is enough. You know, it's like yeah. you're uncertifiable. You're like such it a could be, And you know what? It could it could be my yeah. ego as well. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm 56. I'm happy. I just want you to know that when you're picking yeah. a coach, go to it, go to the ICF, yes. continue yes. on. You don't have to. Yeah. Well, the ICF, the ICF kind of weeds some people out because there's eight core competencies to coaching that are really, really important. And every coach that honors those, those competencies and those ethical guidelines is doing the purity of coaching. And so many people are just throwing that word out there and they're actually doing mentoring or they're actually doing consulting or they're actually doing therapy or they're doing hypnotherapy. And so this word is so watered down, people don't even trust it anymore. Yeah. Okay. And so I would really ask, you know, what is your training background? There's so many people that are just going out there saying, listen, you can be a coach in three days right follow this cookie oh, I, approach I, I was at the baristas and they said what do you do i yeah. said oh i'm um you know i've always struggled with what to say like i'm a life coach i'm a business yeah. coach i'm a solution focused yeah. coach i decided yeah. to just say i'm a professional coach and everyone's like oh yeah. what sport you know but anyway she goes oh i could be a coach i think i'd be good at that because i yes. give good advice and i'm like yes great that's awesome have a great day i never give advice no Okay, because there's, I mean, listen, if you give advice to someone, you are playing expert in their life. Okay, do you yeah. really want someone else to be the yeah. expert of your own life? I know you better giving than away you. all your power as soon as you yeah. let someone be the expert of your life. Okay, well, now on yeah. a low logical level. Hang on, but hang on now. Yes, Tell okay. the people, like, that was great. That's yes. a great. When someone else is the expert in your life, you're giving away all your power, your partner. Yes, sir. Right. Like, and so to take that power back, you don't need to battle them. You need to do the work and become 
the expert in your life. You need to do the deep dive, empower yourself. You don't need to fight people. You need to empower yourself with coaching, education, learning, reading. Yes. So that's super important. Become a masterful communicator. You know, that's what my 10 hours as a free gift, you know, which is normally, you know, I was charging two ninety seven, yeah, and everyone yeah, said, "Great, yeah. you should be charging at least a thousand dollars for this." So it's like I'm giving it to everyone for free. It's such a, an exceptional gift of just working through those key distinctions, and they're really, really powerful distinctions around how do you actually bring out the best in another human being. Mm-hmm. You know, the the definition of coaching that I love the most is to awaken and inspire the greatness in another person. That's right. So powerful. And you're giving them responsibility for their life. Because here's the key thing. So let's say, Keith, you're coaching me. And, you know, at the very, very end of the coaching session, you say, great job, Ray. Here's your three actions. And you tell me what to do. Okay. And I go, yes, sir, Keith, you're the expert in my life. I'm going to go do those things. You wouldn't do that. Okay. Because you would have me define my yep, own. Yep, 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 okay? yep. But let's suppose you tell you told me what to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say I go out into the world and I do those three things and they don't work out. So who am I going to blame for the fact that they didn't work out? Me. I told you to do it. You told me to do it. Okay. And I'm like, Keith, isn't that great of a coach, right? So then I'm not taking responsibility. Let's say I go out and do those three things and they work and they're like, so amazing. Thank God you got Keith. He's the reason you're successful. Right. Okay. So you get all the power and I have no power. You, you are either put on the pedestal or you're put in the pit. Okay. But it's all about Keith and Keith is the expert of my life. I'm either, and by the way, as soon as you are put on a pedestal, at some point, someone's going to put you down in the pit. Oh, okay. That's the game. That's the game. I put Wayne Dyer on a pedestal. I put Robin Sharma on a pedestal. You know, what's interesting about this is I had a conversation with my son way back in the day and I was, I, you know, I coached him and then he went out and did it. And I was like, see, see what I did there. I, I, you know, and he goes, he goes, yeah, dad, I'm the one that did it. You were the co-pilot. Like we had a long combo and, and oh, I loved I love it. That. Yeah. And that's I what I am. As your, yeah. As a coach, I'm your co-pilot. You fly the plane. I yes. ask you questions like, are you sure you want to fly into that mountain? If you didn't fly into that mountain, what other paths could you take? Oh, maybe I would go, you know, whatever. And the beauty of that was for me, it, it gave me some solace because, you know, when we do a coaching conversation, we're actually structured people. We don't just wing it. We have what yes. we call the coaching arrow or the structure to it. And at the yes. end, we always ask the client, like, you know, what was a, a learning or takeaway? And I used to think that was like for my ego to say, oh, good, they got it. It was to solidify yes. for them the aha moment yes. so that they have it again. And then we go into this moment of celebration, which I always felt was fake, which was this place of like, ooh, I don't like this part. And now I've learned that it's super important to acknowledge the vulnerability in the room. Yeah, because people rarely celebrate themselves. Very, well, it's fourth fourth in the four quadrants, celebration, you know, we we can't or don't explore our values and we can't see the value we created for our life by exploring our values. I mean, I understood that only in the last module with um uh she was a wonderful wonderful coach wonderful uh, moderator guido's wife um, oh heather heather, heather Park. she's amazing yeah heather park so heather yeah. heather yeah. uh had the last thing and we'd seen the four quadrants of you know and yeah. i was like okay okay and then she did it and all of a sudden yeah. i had this yeah. she was the one that i needed to hear do it to get my aha moment 
And yeah. uh, because for me, yeah. I never celebrated. Yes. The first time I really celebrated in my life with my coach, Zaina, who I was in the course with you at the time, we're still coaching right. each other. Um, she walked me through that process of celebration. I was on a high for two weeks. I yeah, felt like so it was powerful. amazing. And then it yeah. went away again, you know, and then I went back to the not celebrating again. But anyways. Yes. Well, can we just talk about the coaching container? Because I'm not sure that everyone really understands the structure sure. of a coaching session. And I think it's useful because you were talking, you were committing, um, or, or I'm sorry, not committing, but you were talking about your therapeutic experience not being yeah. solution focused. And this That's is right. the key distinction. Every coaching session has a very clear beginning structure and ending structure. And then That's the right. middle is where all of our coaching tools and, you know, the art and science of coaching taught at least a hundred coaching tools. And, you know, throughout the last 20 years, I've been gathering just like you a thousand tools. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we've got all of these uh, beautiful weapons to do this extraordinary Kung Fu dance with our clients. Right. Absolutely. So my, my son's a martial artist. So, you know, uh, I'm a really a, a Bruce Lee. So when fan. you're out there, guys, yes. and you're picking your coach, make sure you're working with someone who is yes. a trained coach with a process and a system, and not just an yes. expert. Like there's so many yes. people in out here that they they have a yeah. career in something, then they become a coach, and they just tell and mentor. They're just a mentor. Yeah. They're not a coach. A coach or they makes... have one system that they don't have any tools. Like they have no. one particular model that they're rocking over and over and over again. It's like being in a straitjacket. Yeah. Or they go to, you know, I don't mean to call this out, but I did Brandon Bouchard's um, performance coach program. And it was this, you know, this very, like literally reading from a piece of paper. Now I think Brandon yeah. Bouchard's amazing, but I was like, oh my God, I would never do this to another human being. Like literally treat them they're, like they're like everybody else and that they have no uniqueness and that this is this one well, system you know is going to work for just, everybody. It never yeah. does. Well, and you know what, Ray, you, when you were at Erickson, you stepped in with Marilyn Atkinson, who is an amazing psychologist, and you really brought that program to life. And you, yes. you actually created a program where you made me a coach without having to go out and be in a dialogue by it. You know, you gave me the structure, but you, you, yes. you know what you gave us, what did you give us? Like, like, cause you're saying like, and I know there's coaching out of the box. There's all these people that come up with these things and people take the training yeah. and then they go and do it. I wouldn't be doing this for 12 years if I had to do the same thing over and over. Oh, can you and, imagine? And uh, no people, nobody is the same. We're each a unique, beautiful spark of cosmic awesomeness. Like everybody yeah. is different. And so when you have this, this ended, like, so coaching sessions, you know, a 30 minute coaching session would be about 10 minutes of building rapport and setting the outcome. And there's a very specific way to set the outcome yep. because the client is setting the outcome, not the coach. That's right. And it's the, it's the Russian doll phenomenon. We want to get to the heart of the truest outcome that is literally like Peel the, the difference that will back. make the difference. Peel the layers back, right? All yeah. the way to the, you know, I'm, I'm not asking for the business because I'm insecure, because of how I was raised, my belief system. I'm yes. not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of respect. I have no value as a human being, right? Okay, now we're there. Is that true? Byron Katie's work, whatever. And then you yes. go to the logical levels and you build it up again. Again, what yes. I want people to know, and we can't get it in, in detail, we follow a structure. But And yes. when you do it thousands of hours like you and I have, 
it is now integrated into us. Yes. We 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 do this and we provide such a great space for people to tap into their potential by yes. by holding that room and then also holding that responsibility of not doing surface coaching. Oh yeah. No. And I mean some some coaching sessions are just transactional, okay? Sure. But a great coach will go to a transformational level. And then an even greater coach has the ability to go into transcendence. And, you know, for example, I just finished literally right before this call, I had a coaching session and it's her second session. Okay. Now this is an extremely brilliant woman. She has taken every course under the sun. She's a hypnotherapist and she's just extraordinary. You know, I've known her actually for a decade and this is the first time she's hired me. So we're in session number two. And she's like, Ray, for the first time in my life, I am actually within the, within that 15 second window of like the ants come marching in. She's like, I can regulate myself and take myself home without reacting. Yeah. For the first time in Powerful. my life. I know. Well, you know, for I had the a first session, time. I had a session this morning and someone said in one session, she's accomplished more with me than two years of therapy. It's crazy. Now, can I show something? I'm actually going to write this out. Okay. Cause there's a really, really, so when we talk about the line, okay. So here's the line, yeah. right? There's life below the line and there's life above the line. Okay. Yeah. Now at the bottom, I'm going to write the word and everyone can join me if they want. I'm writing the word reactor. Okay. Can yeah. you see that? Yeah. Okay. Now, right above that, I'm going to write the word creator. creator. When you're a yeah, when you're above the line, you're a creator, okay? Now, yeah. Keith, when you see these two words, there's only one difference. What's That's the right. difference between these All two words? All you got to do is move the C, Ray. Yes, the C is the only thing that's different. So that's what a coach does. A coach helps you see first. That's so when right. you actually focus on what you want, because we're so caught up in our story and the ants are marching all over the place, we can't control this brain. It's crazy. Right. You know, that's why your book yep. is so important. This mm -hmm. is why this book is so critical for everybody mm -hmm. to read, because you help people see first. That's right. And, you know, that's all that it really takes. That's why solution focused is so powerful, because a solution focused coach only ask questions that help someone get to a more meaningful, resourceful place. A so they keep outcome. incrementally going up and up and up. And you never leave a coaching session feeling worse than when you arrived, ever. Nope, can't. It's always a gift every single time, unless the coach is crappy and they're not well-trained and they're following a cookie cutter system and they don't know how to bring out the best in somebody. But That's every right. single coaching session you do, every single coaching session I do, because we're very well-trained because we took the time to learn. We hired the mentors. We did basically a master's degree in coaching and then have been doing thousands of programs since then. Maybe not thousands, but certainly thousands, if not hundreds so, you of know, I, I just, I, I just, coaching, right? I just, I just yeah. want the people to hear you know, out there, when they're picking their coach, take this information you're hearing from us, go out there, talk to people. If you see this ideology or this theory of you have the answers, then hire them. But if it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and you're going to do this, and you're going to be this, and you now have given your power up. You're just as powerless as you were before you even started. You want somebody to empower you to get to your genius, to do your life, your rules, your way, you know? Yes. And, and you yes. know, Ray, a uh, couple of things here. 
the people also get the Gremlin Busters, the Masterful Communication Roadmap. These are great things. Ray's also doing another course. Guys, if you do the Masterful Communication Roadmap and you just click on the link and go through it, listen to it in your car, and you like that and you want even more of Ray, Ray, what could they do next? Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, okay, so first of all, Keith, can I just kind of like for anyone that's on YouTube, I just want to pull this up really quick. So the gift that is going to be on your website, okay, you're going to link to this. So it's raychoice.com. That's right. Gift, okay. So you just, you know, you would just put your name in here. So this is what I'll do right now, just yeah. really quick. And then you're downloading this free gift that's called Four Ways. Now listen to this. This is so powerful, right? Four Ways not to sabotage yourself. Okay. Yes. So this is the, the art of becoming a present and confident leader. And so you just, you know, would click on that and you get this document. Now it's a really powerful document. I just want to show you how yep. cool it is. And it's a very specific self-coaching process. We'll show and that believe... when you go full screen, right? We'll show that when you go full screen right now, okay. we've got your, the, the, the landing page that they go to, to get the gift. Yeah, so this is this is the masterful communication roadmap that everybody is also going to get for free. So this one is free and it's so powerful when you yeah. coach yourself through this. And then you just go into this and this is this beautiful program that I designed that I'm giving to everybody. So you just click through this. I just want to show everyone. So you just click on learn more and it will take you to the next page. Okay. And then it says download your first free gift here. So when you click on that, that's when you get you know, the four the, ways, not to, know, sabotage four ways not to sabotage yourself. Yeah. So just, you know, save that to your computer and then come back here. Okay. And then download your second free gift. And that's when you get this beautiful six module program yep, and you just amazing. click yep. through it. It's absolutely extraordinary. So, you know, the foundations of becoming a masterful communicator is module one, module two, how to succeed as a masterful communicator. And I go into very intricate detail and you get the transcripts of this as well. So you can literally follow along with it, right? Yep. How to create connection and build trust, how to build trust and intimacy. I go into a lot of detail around those beautiful sleight of hand ways that are not manipulation. They're just pure love really in action yeah. and are essential for great leadership. Okay. If you want to connect with people, the things well, that you, you know do, what oh, anybody, so anybody in the world that wants to be successful at anything has to communicate with other human beings, two things humans think they do really well that they don't breathe and communicate. If they learned how to breathe better, and connect with their bodies better and communicate better, they would have way more success. Except they all think they're experts at it because they've been doing it their whole life. This course is is broken down. Ray, you tell great stories. You facilitate it very, very, yeah, very, very in depth yeah. and well. And you know, and everyone, it's yeah. there for you. You can just click on it. So let's get out of this screen for a second, Ray, and let's go to. You Absolutely. Can, uh, yeah. That, so that if anyone it. goes through it, because I'll answer your question, if anyone actually takes the time to go through it, reach out to me because you're going to be the, an, a candidate for an exceptional, exceptional coaching program. Okay. So I only work with coaches right now, people that have, have at least a basic understanding of coaching, but anyone that goes through that program, you're going to get a basic understanding of coaching. Cause even though it's not coaching, it's the distinctions of coaching so that you can communicate at the highest level. And coaching is the technology of the 21st century. End of story. Oh, absolutely. Regulating absolutely. your nervous system and learning coaching skills. Everybody who wants to be successful in whatever career it is, you got to learn coaching. Not necessarily just become a coach, 
but integrate it into your parenting, oh, into yeah, your yeah. love life. Everything improves with yeah. coaching. And 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 if you're a leader in a business, in a business practice, creating a coaching culture. You know, a coaching culture is is you accept people where they're at and you help them to become better. You you know you can't fix a car if you don't know how the car works. How are you going to fix yourself if you don't know how you work? A coach allows you to yes. access those things and understand yourself that you wouldn't normally get. And then you walk away with things where the rubber hits the road, even if it's just a mindful practice of meditation or if it's a action to take dailies and journaling or whatever you end up coming away with from the session. Um, you know, Ray, we've covered the power in question, unlocking people's minds. We talked about communication, you know, uh, listening is what we're going to finish on because I believe that the world needs this more than anything else. Can you talk yes. a little bit about listening and how important that is in this world today? Okay. Well, there's, I'll just distinguish four levels of listening. There's actually beyond that, you know, once you continue to advance yourself and go even bigger, but let's just get really clear. Most people listen at level one. It's our automatic listening. It's what we do all day, every day, okay? And that's where we're listening to respond. So you say something, okay? And then in my world, either I say it verbally or just do it internally, I either agree with it or disagree with it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like me or that's not like me. Oh, I have an example of that or I don't have an example of that. And I'm always in the evaluation of what's going on, you know, right. which is probably the way some people have been listening to this conversation. I, right? I basically, basically I say, it's just your way of hearing and then waiting to talk, waiting to give it back. Right. Cause there isn't any space. There okay. isn't, cause you're not truly actually listening to the person you're thinking up your own response. And so, you know, when you're in that conversation, it can be kind of fun. Like if you're chatting with your friend, but if you're, if you're really like doing, you know, you're having a heart opening moment or a heart closing moment, like you're in a lot of pain. It's like somebody that's listening to you in that way um, is it's really dysfunctional. It's very painful and it's very frustrating and you're not going to evolve in that yeah. experience, but yet we're not taught to listen any other way. It's just no. automatic. Well, now we're right? going to get to level two and we're going to start showing people the, the depth of listening, right? Yes. Okay. So let, let me just use a metaphor here. Cause I think this is a good one. So level one listening, I used to way back when work on cruise ships and I was actually at the end of the night, you know, sometimes I would do some stage stuff and be a performer, but other times I was running the spotlight. Okay. And so if you think of a spotlight going between, you know, Keith, Keith is talking and Ray's like thinking, 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 and then the spotlight switches to me right? And back and forth. Okay. That's level one. The light's on you. Then the light's on me. Then the light's on you. Then the light's on me. And there's just, you know, we're in this automatic space. But when I shift and I listen at level two, I actually remove myself, my agenda, my preferences, my opinions, my suggestions. Okay. And I put the spotlight on you. And when a coach puts a spotlight on the other person, okay, or just anybody, it doesn't have to be a coach. Like when I do this with my son, which I did last night, my son called mm -hmm. me crying saying, I need some coaching. And I was so honored that he did that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he broke his stick. He actually broke two sticks yesterday. Can mm -hmm. you imagine Then he was late for a big event and got in trouble? And, you know, the poor kid is like, he's an elite athlete in a boarding school and he's yeah. doing really well, but he has these moments where he's like, 
this is too much. Like, it's just a lot for me. I'm only 17 years old. So anyway, he called me and we did a beautiful coaching session last night. And I turned off being mom. I turned off being, you know, mama bear, who's going to save him from this. And I just put the spotlight on him and we went through a beautiful unfolding. And so I didn't bring in myself. I didn't bring in my preferences, my opinions, my suggestions, all the things that I believe he should do. I actually had him figure out what he should do. Right. And through that listening, I turn off myself and I just focus on you. So you're in the spotlight. And when somebody's in the spotlight and you remove yourself, there's only one special, beautiful technology that's left. Okay. There's actually two technologies. So number one is backtracking their words and letting them know that you hear them. Okay. And number two is the power of questions. Right. And, you know, being a custodian of beautiful questions, I just wrote a list of, you know, 135 of the best questions that myself, you know, as a great mentor and all the colleagues that I'm surrounded by came up with. And it's like, these questions are just remarkable. That's like only like a small little dip or a little Mm -hmm. like sprinkle of questions, but these 135 are the best ones we know of. And I just wrote them all out and I was just so in awe of how extraordinary they are. Because when you ask those questions, the world opens, but that's not where you want to stop with your listening. You want to expand it out. So level three is where you expand the spotlight and it goes wider. So if you think of the spotlight just on somebody's upper body, that's level two listening, expanding it out is where you start to go into level three listening. And this is where you take in the person's whole life. Mm -hmm. You're listening for the ecology of what's going on. And ecology is just a fancy way of saying the wholeness of who they are. Mm -hmm. You're listening for you know the who they are as a parent, you're listening for who they are as a um, you know a wife or a husband, who they are as a leader, who they are as a global citizen, who they are as a neighbor. Like you know, so it's a bigger picture, and you can start to ask questions, acknowledging their future, acknowledging the greatness of who they're, they're becoming, what their new identity is that's awakening. So it that's a wider space. Okay, so that's level three. So when you access level three, listening boy, do people transform in that space. That's when transcendence can actually happen in somebody's life. And it doesn't need to take long because that level of listening gives them access to the vertical connection of their higher self. That's they get access to something that is so much purpose, bigger. Their legacy, their meaning. Their, oh know, yeah, it's amazing. God, and they don't have universe. no idea it's yeah, coming yeah, yeah, through. And it's sure. like, they just get it. Yeah. There's there's tears. That's, there's that's awakening. The, uh, that I call that the aha moments that they oh, wouldn't yeah. see normally, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because your peripheral vision opens. That's You know, it's like you have access to something. It's the accordion of the mind. You open way, way, way out. You start to go into the beyond conscious mind. You start to go into, you know, into that subconscious area of of wisdom that you don't access through the conscious thinking. You know, you're accessing the part of you that grows your hair, the part of you that grows your nails, Mm -hmm. right? Functions your heart. And then you start to tap into the expanded part of you that is you know, grows the grass, right? Mm -hmm. And the flowers blossoming and the sun rising, like, you know, we can tap into that energy and you start to get access to that. Now it sounds really woo-woo, but it's so unbelievably practical. That's what the Einstein's of the world do. It's only woo-woo. It's only (laughs) woo-woo when you don't want to experience. I've experienced things in my life that have made me, and I'm not a woo-woo guy. I remember actually being in the course and Zaina was there. And I'm, and I even said to you, like, I don't really believe in all this woo-woo stuff. Woo-woo stuff. Remember that? I said that <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, and I said, you don't have to believe in it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. But, I encourage but now, you not but to. Now I've, but now I've experienced yeah. it, and I want yeah. others to experience it. So that's the the area that I 
provide the the space that I provide is, you know, I come in and they get the woo woo stuff, but they don't know they got the woo woo stuff. Um, but then when right. they get I mean, it, they think about unlearn. it. Do you think the mind of like someone, you know, I don't, I mean, an Einstein or an Elon Musk, I mean, they don't have a normal brain. They're doing right. something the rest of us are not doing. They have access to something and it's called their genius. So they're not just playing in their conscious mind. So the great leaders of the planet, I'm not saying that Elon Musk is a yeah, great yeah, leader, yeah. but anyway, you know, it's just, they have access to something. What do you think that is? They're doing work on themselves to expand their consciousness. Yeah. And that once your mind expands, it never returns to its original dimension. That's what's so important. That's why every coaching session expands the mind. And then, you know, it's like taking a vitamin. You take another vitamin, you take another, you, you don't go to the unlearn. gym once. You can't unlearn right? what you learn. You can't unlearn what you learn. You know, I can go to the gym, not go to the gym, and my muscle will get smaller. You know, it will, yes. it, it, but once you learn in your mind and once you get that learning in a deep level, level yes. three, yeah. then you can't unlearn it because it's a truth. You're actually getting to your truth yes. of who you are, what you're meant to do, where, you know, all that yes. stuff. So why don't we go through level four real quick and then we'll. Yeah, beautiful. Up. Okay. So everybody that, um, you know, is, 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 uh, focused on their own development knows about heart coherence where the brain and the, the heart actually get into a synchronized place. And that's when your, your nervous system is regulated. So science, anyone that has studied heart math, this is, and it's the power of the breath and just creating the connection between this very yeah. far distance, the 14 inches, right. It's mm -hmm. like the furthest distance to go. But once you can create that heart connection, you know, when someone's listening to it at level three, they're doing that for themselves. Level four is when the coach's heart opens. And then there is a heart coherence beyond the heart coherence beyond. It's a multiplication effect of the experience, right? So the, the coach's heart is open, not to get involved in the client's experience, but because of that open heartedness, they're a greater channel for even more expanded questions because they're the space, they're the condition to receive something bigger than their own ego or their that's own right. identity. Yeah, that's, so then that, the question was, yeah. is not generated by me. Yeah. The question flows through me. I'm a conduit. So, and then okay, I'm a so, conduit and then I'm a reservoir of continuing the energy. Cause and it's that's like what I want people, I want people to understand out there, yeah. you know, um, when we are in that space, um, we actually are just asking questions. We're not thinking of the questions to ask, which they won't understand. But then yes. what happens is, is when they're in that space with us and they go, wow, great question. You know, the client will say to me, could you repeat that? I don't even know what the question was. Right. Yeah. Right. So then I have to reframe and go, you know, either to my default, you know, what is the next best question I could ask that would take it even deeper for you? <laughs> and then they give you the Yeah, question. well, don't minimize that question because oh, you're giving them 100% responsibility. And when oh, someone yeah. comes up with their own question in that moment, it's really powerful, Keith. It's like they take responsibility and they're they're the leader. So we were talking at the very beginning of this conversation around, you know, the leader, somebody who's mm -hmm. a leader. We're all enlightened leaders of our own life. And the more we take 100% responsibility and really are, are leading our own greatest version of ourselves and co constantly expanding, it just gets better and better and better. That's why everybody needs to receive coaching and everybody needs to learn coaching skills. Their life will, all it's going to do is multiply and enhance all the greatness that already exists within them. And it's so beautiful to have that giving and receiving of energy. It's not just beautiful, it's practical. 
It like well, it's a hack. It's yes. the fast track oh. to greatness in any area of your life. Well, you is know, learn the skills, up, use them with your kids, use them with your partner. Yeah. Okay. When, it's when just I signed like, up at Erickson, I did not expect <laughs> it to be transformational. I expected to become a coach, an expert. I didn't expect to go down that deep path because as we were learning how to coach, we were breaking off for these coaching sessions. We were there for yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then yes. we were all encapsulated and we break away. And so we got coached and coached and coached and we did mentors tables and vision yes. work. And all of a sudden everything started. And that was the beauty for me was once I experienced it, I wanted everybody to experience it. And so, you know, that's why I'm gifted for the rest of my life to be able to be a coach, whether I'm doing it for money or I'm just retired and doing it for fun or whatever, you know, the ability to expand people beyond this limited space is so rewarding. And for everyone that's out there, that's been with me, they are, they're like, wow, you know, this is, this is the coach that I had. And I didn't know he went through this process to get there. And that's why I think it's important because a lot of people have created stories about coaching and they just want to, you know, someone charges $50. They're better. They're the same as someone else. And it's like, you know, the, no. the ripple effect yeah. in your life is, yeah. is, is immense. So Ray, to wrap it all up. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I so feel much. like we're just getting started. Let's train these beautiful souls and coaching distinctions, right? <laughs> it's like, there's so much more, but even just those four levels of listening can literally when practiced, yeah. like just that shift from level one to level two listening, it literally transformed my life. I had no idea that I could turn off my own thought process and actually hear somebody well and the other thing Literally that people need to hear. know is is that we're human and when when we start thinking is the laundry out or not we go to wait yeah. why am i thinking why am i talking which right stops an us. acronym did everybody get that yeah, yeah, why, yeah. why am, am i, I talking? talking yes yeah and the beauty of that is is when i go into coach position we did this it was amazing you know, what do they call that when you're in NLP and you want to land something? So you do a physical anchoring. anchoring. Yeah, anchoring. Right? Yes. So I have yes. a vision that anchors me, and that's that vision of coach position that you yes. walked me through way back in the day. And that vision today is as clear today as it was back then. And, and that's what I want people to understand. You know, your dream becomes a reality when it's a vision with a plan. And that oh, plan yes. is your plan. The vision is in there. Hire a coach that's going to take you to that next level because they want you to become more of you and not more of them. Exactly. And can I just say something? I did something called a vision walk. My very first coaching session with Richard Himes um, in the art and science of coaching. I took the course just like you did. Right. And then I became a trainer of it. Eventually. The mastery walk or the vision? It walk? was a, it was the vision walk. It was actually the vision walk. I followed up with the mastery walk afterwards, but it was the vision walk. And I had a 10 year vision, right. That I was going <clears> to <throat> co-author books. And I was going to actually not co-author books, but I would have an international practice and I would be an author and blah, 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 blah. And would be a master certified coach. And all of that stuff happened. It was a 10 year vision, but it happened in half the time, like all of it, everything. And so much more because that was activated within me. I never worked with Richard ever again. We only did that one coaching session, yeah. 
but it all came true. Well, just you know what? Yeah, experience. yeah, yeah. Well, you took the yeah. dream and you put it out there instead of leaving it out there. You put it out right. there. I mean, I mean, the thing yes. is, is, you know, uh, and the powerful part of working with a coach that does guide and visionary is you get to experience the future state you want to be, feel those feelings, come back to the moment, and you're more, you know, you're 300% more wanting to get it. Like, we're so tight on time. I got five minutes. I got a client come in here. Oh, so my I, gosh. I just, yeah, we got to go. I just, we got to go. I just want to, I just want to keep going. I hope I know I want to keep going. I want to keep going. So I I really hope that whoever's listening to this got tremendous value. And this is an exceptional, exceptional document. It's really, really a powerful coaching tool. And, you know, anybody that goes through those 10 hours, reach out to me after you go through them, because either I'll offer you an individual coaching session. And by the way, my coaching starts very starts minimum 20 K. So I would give that anyone that invests in themselves like that. I want to gift you even more. So anyone that does that, reach out to me, or you can become part of my coaching program, which is absolutely off the chain. I promise you, it's a total money back guarantee. Either it completely changes your life, or I will work with you personally until it does, or I give you all your money back. Yeah. Okay, that's and so much either, I believe abs- in the work. Absolutely. Yeah. And you either invest in yourself because nobody else is going to invest in you. So Ray, thank you, yes. thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for you know impacting my life and, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, getting me out of my 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 uh, sarcastic narcissistic self into the world that I'm into now. Um, I love this book, Keith. Like seriously, I was tearful many moments in this book. You tell such exceptional stories and so many great case studies. I can't believe how extraordinarily powerful this is. I just feel so honored that you took all those distinctions and rolled them into such a powerful, powerful book. And anyone that hasn't read this, they must. It's literally yeah, a game changer. You. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to self-promote sometimes, but yes, and yes, uh, I, I appreciate that. So everyone, um, that's that's Ray Choice. And you're gonna all click on the link to get the great ha- the great giveaways, which are amazing. Just because they're free, don't discount them. Uh lean in, do something different, you know, get yourself to that next level. All right. Well, I've got clients at the door, Ray. So I'm going to have to let you go. All right. Sounds exceptional. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. So great. So awesome. Appreciate it. Bye for now. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for watching this episode of Master Your Genius. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. See you next time.